0: the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you worked all week.
1: Work, 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 work.
0: You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups,
1: son of a. B-
0: but don't be afraid. <laughs> That's why we give you weekend fantasy
2: update.
1: All right, welcome back for our number three of Weekend Fantasy Update. Yeah, it's the weekend. Joe Galena, George Kurtz, Sean Angle. What are you doing, Sean? You're you you you're keeping us flying straight, I think? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. There you go. There you go. Nonstop. 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 So here we are, Weekend Fantasy Update, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And uh, I thought we'd talk a little bit, uh, a little bit more baseball before we move back on to football. And uh, there's a couple of guys, I guess, that, uh, that we could think about picking up off of the waiver wire. Uh, how about uh, a guy that uh, we talked about briefly? We talked about him last week, Aaron Savalli. Aaron Savali. on our Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Civelli, uh actually pitched well. We, we did that show together last Sunday. He did well that day. I was a little leery about using him uh, Friday against the Yankees, but pitched well against the Yankees in uh, four starts, uh, 1.5 ERA. George, I, I think you're right. He's going to be relegated probably to the bullpen once the playoffs start, but I think for the next couple weeks – uh, at least until you know, they start getting Kluber and possibly Carrasco back. I think he's a
2: serviceable starter to be used, no? Well, Kluber is back shortly. He can okay. be back as soon as next week. So that's going to be your first issue. Who's coming out? Okay, we know it's not Clevenger. We know it's not Bieber. No. You know, so who, or not Bieber, what is, what, not Justin. Is that his name there on the, uh, the jersey, I think it is? <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be known as Justin either. Uh, so we know it's not those two. So who's coming out? It's first game you sort of got to play there. Uh, Cleveland's been hot. Mm-hmm. They've been hot for a while now, playing a very good baseball. Uh, caught Minnesota for a bit, and then they've gone back a little bit. But I, I think it, eventually they win that division. I think they have the better team. Mm-hmm. The better pitching is really where I'm looking at there. Where Minnesota just doesn't have pitching. Um, they're another team wants to play a lot of slugger games. and See if we can out, you know, outscore you, and they've been able to do that this year. You know, they're set a record for all the home runs in one season. But you get my point. So anyway, okay, who's coming out of the rotation? Is it going to be Pluco, Savali, Pleac? I don't think it's Pleac. So it's Pluco or Savali. You know, as far mm-hmm. as which one comes out. Uh, listen, I do think Pollock is in this conversation as well, but I don't think it's going to be him. Uh, they say Carrasco; they're building him up for be a reliever, not a starter. So you don't have to worry about that. You know, I guess that could be a good thing. Uh, Pluco has been okay. You know, you're, you're, you're better Savali. Pluco, better, 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 better sample size or bigger sample size? You know, is barely on the five year ERA, one point one nine whip is uh, is good. So I think you're okay with Savali. But if you're going to bid on him tonight. I mean, you may be bidding a lot of money for a guy. They end up going, nope, you know, we're going to send him to the bullpen. We're right. going to send him back to the Mines. We want him to start whatever it might be. You may up bidding it for him for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I, uh, you know, just be careful. It's the most important part there. Be careful. There's no, they haven't told us, you know, and they probably won't to some point this week because everything I hear is Kluber's back probably by next weekend. So that's when we'll know. Uh, but they're not, they're not telling us uphand. And I don't blame them because the odds are every one of the guys we just mentioned gets at least one more start <laughs> sort of to prove themselves. And it may come down to that. You know, then we'll right. figure it out from there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting to be talking uh, about a guy with the, the – yes, yeah, Shrimpsky as a last name, <laughs> right? Uh, we were talking last week how uh, Guerrero Jr. hit a, a triple down on the right field line and drove in uh, Biggio and Bichette, and it felt like the 1980s. And uh, Mikey Shrimsky, uh, yeah, he's 278 batting average 16 home runs, 45 runs batted in in 71 games. That was entering uh, yesterday's action so uh, I, I guess kind of a guy that uh, look you know if you're starting five outfielders and you, you know you're you finally looking to kind of tweak your roster as you get you know, the last five or six weeks of you know, the fantasy baseball season uh, come on. Uh, you know I think you could do worse than, than add your I
2: would agree. I think it's a hard to yeah, disagree yeah. now. You guy, he's hitting th- three yeah. bombs. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard to disagree. The guy's hitting. You know, we all want the, mm-hmm. the hot guy, and he is the hot guy playing well. Uh, the bigger question is, can he, you know, keep going? Is it going to go mm-hmm. on and on and on? We, uh, If you're an older person, we know the name Yastrzemski, yes. You know, we certainly know the name. Once again, not a top prospect. This is sort of coming out of nowhere. You know, yeah, once again, yeah. get baseball, when, you know, we always say it's top prospects, you know. It's basically an inexact science. You know, hitting a round ball, round bat, balls going 95, different speeds, different locations, and, you know, not being afraid of getting killed. You know, it's a difficult thing to do, and some guys do figure it out much later than others. So it's always, uh, like I said, inexact science when it comes to ranking these guys. That being said, no one saw this from Yaz. You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of scary when uh, I'm now watching—I saw his grandfather Mm -hmm. play. Oh, God. Um, Anyway, not even Not uh, even the son; it's the grandfather, right? (laughs) Right. That makes you feel. I I literally saw him play. I mean, I saw him at Yankee Stadium a time or two. So that's just sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, makes you like, oh, good, I am that old. Fantastic. Uh, So when it comes to this, I said he think he's the hot guy. You want to claim him? No problem. I'm not bidding a high amount, not uh, breaking the budget here, but I don't mind going to get him. Uh, But keep in mind, this could end at almost any time. He does. Right. We like him now, playing well. Does play in a home ballpark that is not suited for left-handed power unless you're Barry Bonds. So those numbers are going to be really, you know, not so good uh, at home. Better, much better on the road. Uh, just, I don't think you're, you're going to want him for the next six weeks. He's hot now. You ride right, him, then mm-hmm. you move on. So don't spend a lot.
1: Right. Who would you rather have add this week uh, Kevin PR, uh, Pilar PR uh, <laughs> uh, 5 for 5 last night but if you look at his last 11 games batting uh, 500 four home runs 11 uh, runs batted in uh, if both are available on the waiver wire who would you rather add this week and who do you think has a longer staying power in terms of you know the, the, not
2: dropping off as quick See Pilar and Yaz Yeah. Uh, I would probably go with Yaz and hope he can keep it up. Pilar, we know what he can do. Right? I Mm -hmm. mean, uh, 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 that's what he is. You know, uh, I would probably hope that, uh, once again, that Yaz can keep up the power streak. Or at least he'll hit some home runs. I think he will hit some home runs no matter whether he slows down or not. So I'm okay with that. Pilar was hot when he got to San Fran, then cooled off. Now maybe he's heating up a little bit again. You know, so I don't mind going for that. Uh, you also might, might uh, once again get a couple more stolen bases out of Pilar mm-hmm. than you will Yaz if that's what you're important. If you need, a, if every stolen base counts, which hey, we're at the point in our fantasy season. If you play in the categories league, you got to look at those categories, see what you need to build up in, and maybe a couple extra stolen bases are important. You know, see, to look at that mm-hmm. as well because you're probably not getting. The, oh, I don't know, maybe one from Yaz. I could see Pilar stealing seven, to eight more over the rest of the season. So if you need bags, I'd rather pull Pilar.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, good point. Um, uh, he's probably owned in most leagues by now, but uh, Danny Santana, <laughs> Rangers, uh, comeback player of the year. I don't know. Was he ever really here other than that that really hot uh, debut uh, half of, of the season from a few years back? But 21 home runs and 95 at-bats, 309 batting average. Danny Santana, George.
2: Yeah, all well, the Santana's have been good at some point this season, right? Danny Domingo mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Carlos. Uh, Domingo's not playing well right now, but Danny Santana. I mean, uh, two bombs yesterday. Uh, Berrios uh, didn't like facing him very much. Uh, so mm-hmm. good for him. Uh, he plays in Texas. We know the ball flies there. We know it's a hitter's ballpark. Now, once again, he is inconsistent. What I mean by that is there are times where you know you wish you didn't put him in your lineup that week. You know, because so all he's not doing mm-hmm. anything. But then, if you don't, if you if you try and play the game, and you know, oh, maybe this won't be his week. That'll be the week he hits six home runs. You know, so he's that kind of player. It can be very frustrating uh, to own him because you don't you have to sort of play the guessing game. Is this going to be the hot week or not the hot week? Uh, so yeah, I like Santana. I think he's been fine. Carlos has obviously been great uh, this whole season. Mm-hmm. I wonder W. wish they would have kept him. And uh, you know, Domingo for the most part uh, right now you don't want. But, but uh, yeah, as far as Mister Santana on Texas, yeah. Uh, You want him right now. Yes.
1: Uh, And just as we finish up our little piece on on baseball, Chris Sale to the IL uh, inflammation. Going to get a second opinion from uh, James Andrew. Whenever you hear Dr. Andrew's name, it always worries you. But uh, look, you know, he's had uh, his strikeouts are are there. But, uh, you know, from day one, uh, he's had his issues sale, never really corrected it uh, uh red sox finally uh, opting to put him on the il uh i, I think an mri showed the inflammation so it, it, it's real so uh what, what are your thoughts about uh, chris sale uh, do you think baby uh, that this is it i mean look uh what, what are they six and a half the red sox out of the uh, wild card part, uh wild card uh you know race um do you think we've seen the last of chris sale this season Wild
2: card, spart. Is that what you're trying to say? Wild card, spart?
1: I was, uh, I was trying to say Start, something. Spart, mix it I couldn't up. get no, the words out. We like
2: it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, You know, it's funny. You speculated uh, several weeks ago that sale would eventually go on the I. I think you wanted it more for yeah, the rest. Yeah, And uh, right, we didn't right. think that could happen beca- yeah. because, once again, the Red Sox can't afford to rest anybody. So this is not what that is. This is... Unfortunate timing, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Peter Gammons wrote a stat this morning. Uh, the Red Sox have won 18 of their last 19 games in which they have a quality start, and that makes mm-hmm. sense because this team can score runs. So they get a quality start, they're fine. Sure. Yeah, so the problem is they don't yep. get too many. They don't get too many quality starts. You know, and now sales gone, price is still gone. You mentioned they're six and a half games out of the wild card. Uh, they're certainly not winning mm-hmm. the division. Uh, I mean, a, if, I don't know what their schedule is like. We should, uh, I have looked at it. But this I know from talking to Gabe, I remember we we did go through this, that this was the time they had to go on their run because it was a, a, mm-hmm. a week's part of their schedule from this point forward, and they're playing Baltimore now. They've got to take advantage of it. So I don't want to say they're done, but they're close to it because you could say, oh, yeah, even if, it's, if it's, it's, not, it's a week schedule, not the weakest of the week. But even if it is, you know Oakland and Tampa Bay are also playing week schedules. It's the American League. Right. There aren't too many good, good teams. So they're all playing week schedule. So yeah, I think the Red Sox are done. And to answer your question, which I think is a is a fair one, about whether or not you would uh, want to bring Sale, uh, I guess, wholesale in your IL, a lot of IL. Maybe you don't have room. You have to drop somebody. Sale might be the guy you want to drop because he's not coming back mm-hmm. until late August. Anyway, that's everything's perfect, right? Perfect, and he'll be back in late August. And that's a big if, if everything's good, right? And we don't know that. Uh, he hasn't been great anyway. And you're right. The Red Sox, let's say by the time he comes back, they're nine games out. Well, yeah. There's no reason to bring him back. He's had elbow injury all season long. Why would you bring him back? Yeah, you know, and he's signed right to a right long-term now, we, contract. Right now, we, we may get our uh, we, we may get our answers for us anyway. He's a uh, second opinion with Doctor James Andrews. That's generally mm-hmm. not good. I know. You know I right, name. Andrews yep. is TJ. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. the so you know, and the, the Red Sox have, the Red Sox themselves have admitted that he may not pitch again this year. So they don't know either. So if you need that that slot, it would depend on. Of course, it's going to depend on who the player is you want to keep over Sale. But right now, I could easily see Sale being let go and redraft leagues. We can't keep him next year. I mean, uh, my guess is we we might. My guess is we have seen the last of them this year. So I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to see.
1: Yeah, that. I'd have to agree with you. I mean, why take the chance? You signed this guy to a long-term contract. Uh, if he doesn't need Tommy John surgery, uh, you know, why risk? You know, may, why why risk uh, the chance that he might injure himself further? Just uh, it's been a bad year. Put it to rest. Let him come back strong next year. Uh, Jamison tayon by the way, for the Pirates, uh, he was out for several months and uh, finally had uh, Tommy John surgery this um, week. So he's going to miss all of next year. Uh, Red Sox don't want to, <laughs> to uh, have sail pitch again and aggravate his arm to the point where he might need surgery that affects his availability for them next year. So, because the Red Sox seems to be like one year on, one year off anyway, right? So, <laughs> this will be the year to, to to take the year off, and maybe next year they'll they'll challenge for uh, a World Series title. So, uh, any any news uh, in terms of uh, closers? I mean, I know Sean Doolittle uh, blew a save uh, for the Nationals yesterday. Uh, uh, there's this guy Law in uh, in uh, Toronto. Uh, I guess he's the guy to own up there now. Uh, Any uh, news in the last couple, last few minutes before we go to break?
2: Doolittle is just out of gas. He's just out Mm -hmm. of gas. I mean, I know the rest of your bullpen sucks, but that's your fault, guys. I mean, you should have fixed this a long time ago, but Doolittle's out of gas. Uh, They need to give him a couple days off here. Uh, Other news there, Melanson took over Shane Green. That didn't last long, right? Two weeks Shane Green's gone sure, as the closer yeah. for Atlanta. Uh, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Just really funny. Uh, Nathan Iovaldi Evo- not going to close games for the Red Sox. I think he's starting today. Or uh, he has come in release, so maybe yes, he's not going to Yes, he was check. expected
1: to be st- Yeah, I right. thought he was. I don't know if he's the actual starting. Start. But
2: uh, Brandon Workman is the guy mm-hmm. you want in Boston. Uh, Craig Kimbrell, he Jeez. could come back today. He's not been activated as of 45 minutes ago, but he could be activated today. They could also send him on a rehab assignment. So we'll see what's going to happen there with Chicago, uh, the Cubs, that is, as far as uh, <coughs> Kimbrell's concerned. But either way... You're going to have him back, if not today, you know earlier this, well, early this week. So you'll be able to use him one way or the other. Miami, we still don't know what's going on there. Is it Jalen Garcia? Is it Jose Caeta? They just haven't made have many, many save opportunities since they traded her as Sergio Romo. So it's been a problem. Josh Hader keeps giving up runs and home runs. They don't, I mean, it could be Jeremy Jeffress, but right now they got to get Hater fixed. He's just giving up way too many runs here. It's not working out there at all. Edwin Diaz, Mm. I I don't think he's a closer anymore, but the Mets, of course, won't announce it because it'd be a huge embarrassment. But Seth Lugo could be a (laughs) pickup tonight. Yeah, he could be a pickup if you want somebody there. Other than that, we look pretty good here throughout baseball for the other closers here. No real uh, problems. Ken Giles looks like he can't pitch on multiple days.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I was so frustrated uh, about uh, Nathan Eovaldi because I'm involved in this league, a uh, competitive 15-team league. Uh, and uh, I've won it the past couple of years. One year as a partner with Florio and Cha-Cha. Last year I was a partner with Cha-Cha. Now I took the team on over myself. And I was in first place for a chunk of the season. Now I dipped to third. And one of my weak categories was saves so when I had heard that the Red Sox were going to instill Eovaldi as their closer I made a huge you know I still have fab left but I made a huge fab investment uh because I thought that this would be the perfect situation for him uh I pitched well uh, if I recall as a reliever at the uh, in the playoffs for the Red Sox last year and uh you know I thought that the Red Sox good team you'd have an opportunity but now all of a sudden uh, it's blowing up in my face, so, uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, very upsetting for me about Ivaldi.
2: Yeah, I think you you're not the only person who's caught in that. I think a bunch of us were. I know I got him at least one league. I don't know, I don't know how much money I spent on it. it maybe one, maybe uh, maybe a lot, maybe been a little. But I certainly grabbed him in a couple leagues, and it did not work out. And then's the breaks, right? Yeah. We were told one thing, and ended up being yeah. another. I understand from the Red Sox point of view. Right? they needed pitching all over yeah. the place. They weren't able to slot anyone in anywhere.
1: Right, right. All
2: right. uh, Come
1: back. Weekend Fantasy Update. More fantasy football talk. We're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Weekend Fantasy Update. Very appropriate song to bring us back by Sean Angle. George could relate because he was one of the hosts. Him and his wife hosted a, a party for his daughter, Madison, uh, yesterday. That the, the big blow-up uh, slide in the in the palatial uh, estate, the uh, Casa Kurtz, the, the Kingdom Kurtz, in the huge backyard. So... Uh, I'm sure the girls had a lot of fun yesterday And very happy birthday to Madison uh, Today happened to be um, National Fajita Day there, George uh, Do you like fajitas?
2: I do like fajitas I don't mind a fajita you no. know? And speaking of uh, like the fajitas, girls in the yeah. house my, my niece just handed me $100 Really? This is a good day How come? <laughs> this is a good day Who uh, cares how come? Sleeping in your daughter's is Is that for sleeping on in your I rented out my daughter's <laughs> room last night That's what it was for <laughs>
1: You are smart. You are one no, smart uh, cookie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is for the, you know, this is for the balance of the other slide. Remember, I said twenty dollars to get in. I charge my niece a hundred. What are you? Mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, right, right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, happy birthday to Madison. Uh, happy National Fajita Day. I, I like to get the fajitas. I we used to when the kids were younger, we used to go to Applebee's a little bit more than we do now. But uh, I used to order the combo. They have the, the beef, the chicken, and the and the, uh, the shrimp. And you get to make your own fajita, and of course they bring it on a super hot skillet. Don't touch the skillet, <laughs> you know. The, you know, they don't want to get sued and, uh, and be blistering my hand by touching the skillet. But it's also National Ice Cream Pie Day, so uh, I like ice National cream. National ice, uh, uh, ice Cream Pie Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I like uh, the the flying saucer. Is that considered a an ice cream pie? Uh, you know, I like ice cream. I on like ice rider? cream. The, the the flying saucers. Yeah,
2: well,
1: we. And you we say some. I, you say
2: some. How I had one. Have? I had one. All right. Oh, okay. All right. You said I. You I said I had, had with, some for Friday. I meant the family. Had some. All right. Oh, okay. All right, we to, all right, uh, all right. Yeah, I, 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 I think you know, cake. Yeah, we don't
1: have to butter your hips just to get you through the freaking door now, right? <laughs>
2: Just one, nice little, uh, you know. I think it was vanilla with colored sprinkles, so it was it was good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are good. It is hard to have just one. I'll be honest with you, because <laughs> when you're done, you're like, wow, that was so good. Let me have a second. But uh, yeah, we gotta watch what we eat in there, George. Not getting any younger. So no, uh, I had no choice. <laughs> let's man. talk. We, t- we,
2: we only had six, and the kids gobbled the rest up. So uh, yeah. it wasn't the like <laughs> option to have two. I do uh, have some carnival cake left yesterday, though. There you go. To have the metabolism of a kid once
1: again, just to to go back, right? Oh, we, we'd all eat like whatever that. Whatever the heck you want. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Texans Lions Texans beat the Lions, thirty to twenty three. What happened in this game here? We saw some uh, Deshaun Watson five for seven, uh, touchdown, uh, and uh, actually he looked pretty good. Uh, the offensive line uh, protected him. I thought. I thought that's uh, you know just saw some highlights of this game. Uh, what are your thoughts about uh, Deshaun
2: Watson? Well, what do you have him ranked this season? I have him ranked at two, right behind Pat Mahomes. Uh, I mentioned on those superflex mm-hmm. leagues I'm playing in this week, I have the first pick on uh, Sunday in that league. Uh, Mahomes is a keeper in that league. Barkley's a keeper. McCaffrey's a keeper. It is six points for a touchdown pass in that league. And uh, I'll be taking Deshaun Watson. There are a lot of other quarterbacks taken already that, that I kept. Yeah, I'll be yeah. taking Deshaun Watson with the first overall pick.
1: Hmm. Curious. What, what do you have, Aaron Rodgers, this year? You know, there's the, the. I, you know, I think little... he's
2: sort of another wild card here. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, yeah, he's a wild card because of the of the new offense. The, the, do they know it yet? They don't know it. Hasn't played in preseason. yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, ah, uh, it's tough way to say. It. I would definitely take Mahomes ahead of him. Definitely take Watson ahead of him. It's after mm-hmm. that it gets interesting. Can I go as far down as taking Ryan ahead of him? I think I can. So I'll take Ryan ahead of him. That's it. I, I can't take Baker ahead of him, Carson Wentz, Luck. I would have Luck ahead of him, too, if, if Luck were healthy. So maybe we'll change this mm-hmm. up in about a week or two if Luck gets on the practice field. But until then, I can't do it. Cam Newton, no. So I have, right now, I have Rodgers at four.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So, um, yeah, and I agree with you. He is a bit of a wild card. Uh, But four is fair. Yeah, I'd say four is fair. Uh, Looking at the distribution of carries out of the backfield, no Lamar Miller in yesterday's game for the Texans. Uh, Damaria Crockett, uh, I have to check the depth chart to double-check it, actually, but I think he is uh, the backup to Lamar Miller. Eight carries for 32 yards. That's a uh, four-per-yard carry average. Uh, But Greg Howell Jr. got 15 carries uh, for 84 yards, 5.6 average, one touchdown. I'm sure that he was, cause I didn't see the game, I have to confess, but I'm sure that these were later carries, uh, probably playing against, you know, the, the, the second and third stringers for the Lions. But interesting that this guy got 15 carries. Do you know anything about him? I'm seeing uh, last year didn't play much, uh, <laughs> probably more of a special teams player. But do you know anything about Greg Howell?
2: That's the thing. Does it matter? I mean, you're absolutely right. This came well, against. Well, when he gets 15 you know, carries, yeah. So they didn't want to use
1: yeah, you're their right. stars. It probably here. doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, yeah. If you're getting that many carries, by the way, it's generally not a good thing. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Because it means yeah. uh, that you know uh, they weren't they weren't worried about you getting hurt. You know, I was thinking <laughs> it that way. So, uh, did they really need to see that much to play you? What it's essentially a full game? You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Uh, I just think it comes down to where they uh, you know, didn't care. Could have gotten hurt. Could mm-hmm. have not gotten hurt. Didn't didn't bother him one way or the other. So uh, I guess I'm looking at the pessimistic viewpoint there. So uh, no, uh, I I didn't see him either. I did hear about it, uh, but I didn't watch any of the game right now. I think what's on right now. It looks like we got uh, New England and Tennessee that's on the NFL Network right now. And it's 17 to nine, Tennessee. In case you're wondering, did see a nice touchdown pass right. Uh So no, I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, of any uh, consequence to fantasy owners. Right, yeah. I think I found him. Like his, I think he played his ball for Florida
1: Atlantic. So uh, I'm looking at his senior year: 112 carries, 740 rushing yards, six point six average. Uh, doesn't really have good hands. Uh, only caught 10 catches in his college career, but uh, five point two yards per carry. Eh, I guess we'll just uh, just keep him in the keep him in your pocket. But you bring up some good points when you're getting 15 carries in a. Uh, In a preseason game, uh, that's because they don't want Lamar Miller or uh, Demaria Crockett (laughs) to get hurt. So, uh, yeah, no, no, uh, let's see, Hopkins got a touchdown pass. So uh, I didn't see Will Fuller's name in here in the box score. But for the Lions, no Matthew Stafford. Uh, Let's see, Uh, on Johnson, three carries, 16 yards, 5.3. What do you think about on Johnson this year? I don't hear many people talking about him. What do you think about him? Is he going to be a bell cow this year or not?
2: Well, we we were worried uh, early on. We worried about Johnson because they said there was going to be uh, sort of a committee approach there. You know, was was Patricia Mm -hmm. bringing that over from New England where you don't really use anyone back. You keep switching up and you hate fantasy football, that sort of thing. But then they said, well, we'll tap, tap the brakes on that. We are going to use uh, Johnson. They have to use Johnson. They're not loaded with playmakers there. They have to use carry on Johnson. So I like Johnson as a mm-hmm. mid-range running back, too. I grabbed them in the, uh, the staff league that we, pl- we participated in. So I think he's going to be fine. You know, I do, uh, they, they have enough of a passing game with the threat with Gallaudet and Stafford that teams won't be able to stack the line. You know, you're not going to see the safety of a top there, eight men in the box, that sort of thing. I, think, uh, I don't think Johnson's a superstar, but I think, event, I think he's a top-ten running back by season's end.
1: Yeah, 32 catches last year, uh, 5.4 yards per carry. So, uh, you know, a decent start to his career last year. I, I'm, I'm willing to take a flyer on him. Uh, and uh, wide receiver wise, is this the year that Galladay asserts himself as a fringe top 12 wide receiver? Oh, or is it too man. deep? Is Joe- the position too deep?
2: Right. I mean,. Without injuries, I mean, Hopkins, Thomas, Adams, Jones, Beckham, Hill, Schuster, Brown, Evans, Allen, Cooper, Hilton, Edelman, Thielen. He's got to push quite a few of those guys out to get in there. Mm-hmm. And it may not only right. be about him, Stafford's regressed a little bit as well. You know, and then just look at all the guys that I have above him, you know, guys like Godwin could be there with them. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Stefan Diggs. Uh, I mean, I like Golly. I like him a lot. I got him in a dynasty league that I've had him since he got drafted. So I'm interested, but uh, it's not asking a, a, a lot. It really is because uh, you only have to move about seven, eight slots. But I think without injuries, and there will be injuries, of course. But without injuries, mm-hmm. no. I think uh, if you're going to say because you know three, four guys got hurt and he had a better season than two or three others, sure, I can see it. But uh, I still, I like Galladay, but he's not. I don't think he's the player these other guys are. Not in fantasy.
1: Mm-hmm. On average, he's going in the fourth round of typical 12-team leads. leagues. You comfortable drafting him there?
2: Comfortable, no. But that is his ADP. Yeah. I think for me, when yeah. I when I look around him, I'm probably going to go in a different direction. I I don't like this team. I don't like Stafford as much. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd rather have Godwin. I'd rather have Mike Williams. You know, once again, would Mike you Williams. would rather have Brandon uh, Cooks, uh, Cooks Melvin too. Gordon right? holding out. Mm, yeah. Although it's hard with the L.A. Oh, all three of those guys, Woods, right. Cooks. I think and I'd Cook. rather have Woods. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have Woods. I, I like the consistent it's, guy. Yeah. Guy, I pretty much know what right. I'm going to get game in and game out. But they, they're all going to produce value. And they're all good wide mm-hmm. receivers. Cup, I think, could have a slow start to the season as, uh, as he still comes back from the ACL. But uh, any of these guys. The problem is, I think, with uh, the three of them, there'll be days where there'll be games where one doesn't have a good game, the other two do, and vice versa the next week. It's going to be hard to make everybody happy. I guess the good thing is they don't have a tight end to worry about.
1: Right, right. Uh, we were talking about this in yesterday's show. And since we're. Right about the ADP where he goes, uh, Panthers, DJ. Moore. What do you think about his uh, season and all the hype that this week we heard about Curtis Samuel? Obviously we have to, you know, keep it in check, but uh, do you think that uh, who, who would you rather have at this point? DJ. Moore or Curtis Samuel? Do you think that their targets might be distributed fairly equal this season?
2: I don't know if we're going to be big on either one of these guys. Now, you're absolutely right. DJ Moore was the hot guy uh, a month ago. You know, uh, low end wide receiver, too. And then all of a sudden, over the past seven to 10 days, Curtis Samuels is getting a lot, a lot of play, a lot of talk. You know, mm-hmm. that he's going to all of a sudden be that, that guy. But, you know, you also have to believe that Cam Newton's healthy. And that shoulder right. is going to hey, hold Hey, his off, long on, ball's on, you know, back. Come on, George. Yeah. They said his long the ball's back. <laughs> and a week ago, he, we he had to relearn how to throw the ball. <laughs> You have to hope that shoulder is going to stay intact all season long. Is he going to play smarter right. all of a sudden and not take hits they shouldn't take? You know, Cam has been uh, a great athlete, but sometimes you make some dumb plays. I mean, we mm-hmm. just, I want to run head first to these guys, see what happens. And he must want, you wonder why you get smacked and you got the concussion. You the injuries there. There's no reason to do that. You know, is he going to play smarter? Sometimes I don't know if, uh, if they can. Are there going to be issues because they want him to do a new throwing motion to protect the shoulder? I, I, Find it kind of, I find that impossible that he's going to be able to do that. You've been throwing the ball one way your entire life, and now you're going to try and change it in one offseason? I don't see that happening. And if he doesn't, if he can't change it, does that mean there's a much greater risk of further injury? That concerns me as well. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, these rankings that have Cam Newton still as top five quarterback in fantasy, man, I can't see that. I still have him as top ten, but I yeah, can't have him as top five. That's from three years concerns. ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm not a Cam guy this year. Uh, too, I'm worried about him. Uh, and uh, let's just finish this off uh, about the, the Lions. I know you say you're really not into their offense, so I know you're not going to be hot on this guy, but uh, maybe you like his ADP. Marvin Jones in the ninth round, uh, is, is that fair? Or like you said, because you just don't like the Lions passing offense in general, that you'd totally stay away?
2: No, I kind of like Marvin Jones because of the value. That's a solid wide receiver you can get late. I wouldn't say you get him for free, but you get him late. And he's generally, that's, that's a reserve. He's not even, he's not one of your starters, probably not one of your flexes. It's a nice reserve. Marvin Jones on my bench, I don't take that in every league. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a guy you can uh, absolutely go for there. Uh, I don't know why people are so down on him. I said, I'm not down on the line. I mean, Stafford has regressed a little bit. But I don't think this team is very good. They're going to be behind. They should have to throw the ball more. So uh, I think Jones has some value. Not that he's going to have a monster season or anything like that, but I think we are sleeping on him a little bit.
1: All right. So right around his, his same ADP, you have uh, Larry Fitzgerald, D. D. Westbrook. Uh, you know, let's see. Uh, we talked to Curtis Samuel, maybe Kiki Kute. Of those four guys, uh, who do you like? So uh, out of Larry Fitzgerald, uh, D. D. Westbrook, Marvin Jones – or Curtis Samuels, or Kiki kute So that's five guys I gave you.
2: Uh, uh, try to rank them. Tell, tell me what you think of them. All right, I didn't write it down all the names. I didn't know you were going to force me to do well, we'll this. Well, will go slow. Um, no, 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 I'm not going to force you. I,
1: Fitzgerald, D.D. Uh, D. Westbrook, Marvin Jones, Curtis Samuel, and Kiki Kute.
2: Hey, Samuel and Jones. All right. Um, I would probably take Fitzgerald first. All these guys have warts, by the way. That's why they're down here in, the, in this uh, grouping here. I would probably take Fitzgerald first. Yeah. Uh, once again, maybe he's playing a uh, difference to the the Hall of Famer and all that. Um, I think I would take. I'm not taking Westbrook because we don't know how much he's going to be used in that uh, Jacksonville offense with Nick Foles. He's going to be used the same amount of weight. I just don't know. Give me Jones. What's uh, good? I I tend to go to safe route, which you can see here. Fitzgerald, Jones, Samuel, Kute, Q, uh, Q, and then Didi Westbrook. Mm-hmm. But they're all close. They're all sort of in the same range here. So I'm not knocking anybody going in a different direction. But Fitzgerald, I think he's gonna have another right. solid season. Surprised he came back. Yeah, really, I really, I was surprised he uh, didn't uh, didn't retire. That he wanted to play with a rookie quarterback for a team that's not going anywhere. Bad offensive line and all that. But I'm uh, happy he came back. It's always good to see a great player. Marvin, I said they're safe. Fisher and Jones are safer to me. I don't have much doubt that the other guys have more upside, especially Samuel and Kouté. You know, I think they do have a higher yeah. upside. So if that's what you're looking for, the rankings are close enough for me where I could see you going with those guys. You know, for me, I tend to be yeah. more conservative, take the safe play.
1: I love Kute. i I'm just worried about his, uh, his injury history and in his short time in the NFL. Um,. And uh, a lot of people are into uh, D.D. Westbrook, but uh, I have my concerns as well. Uh, when it comes to Fitzgerald, uh, how concerned should uh, people that were all over uh, Kyler Murray and that Arizona offense be after uh, what the Raiders did to them the other night? Or should they be
2: concerned about Oh, they're not all? showing anything. It's all vanilla right now. Kingsbury's not showing anything. I, I'm not worried about that at all. Not at all. Uh, Murray does have to be smart, slide, get down, you know that sort of thing. Don't mm-hmm. don't take hits you don't need to. Ha- uh, you don't need to take. But uh, I don't I don't care about the first game. He may not show anything in right. week one, so I wouldn't worry about that too go. much. Uh, I would worry about the offensive line though. He's not trying to get anybody killed back there.
1: It's yeah, yeah, it's still happening. I know. All right. So there's one uh, game that took place last night that we didn't talk about: Patriot Titans. We'll discuss that when we come back. Weekend fantasy update fantasy sports radio network and like the song says nobody does it better than my guy george kurtz we'll be back All right, we're back. Weekend Fantasy Update, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah, I've I've had the time of my life these past few hours, and nobody puts George Kurtz in the corner. Well, we still got some time left here. And uh, before we do, I want you to put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at fanduel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to fanduel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. So George, just uh, last segment and uh, then you uh, switch gears, a little weekend wagers with uh, Cam Stewart. I had a really good time working with Cam uh, yesterday. I had a good time working with you on weekend wagers uh, last week as well. So uh, you know been listening I'll be listening as well so I'll try to uh, make some money this weekend no
2: that's the goal that is the goal to make some money right <laughs> uh, make some cash you know as Ken likes to point out I gotta pay for this slide that's in the back here and all the food that we had this weekend for the pate so uh, yeah we'll try and make some money mm-hmm
1: all right. Uh, so uh, the last game that we uh, haven't uh, spoken about that took place last night uh, was uh, between the Patriots and the Titans, 22-17. Patriots beat the
2: Titans. Uh, let me ask oh, you, George. You ruined it for me. Uh, oh, really? I'm
1: sorry. Watching <laughs> yeah, it right now. Uh, He's
2: told us. No, I don't care. What's the score right now on your screen? Uh looks like uh, I think New England just scored a rushing touchdown here. They they did. He got in. Damian Harris. So, no, no, done.
1: No. no. Harris must be Brosette. Who no, else? Uh, Brosette. Brandon Brissette Bolden. Scored. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah by the way, Damian 14, Harris right four... now
1: Tennessee. Yeah, Damian Harris, fourteen carries, eighty yards, five point seven average. Patriots aren't, don't don't worry about him either, right? He's uh, expendable.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't think you're too worried about him in fantasy. Uh, not in the least. mm Hmm.
1: All right. Uh, so let's start, I guess, with the Titans real quick. How many games, if any, do you think that uh, Ryan Tannehill will start at quarterback this season?
2: Oh, God. They, Mariota, Mariota and Winston. Two guys drafted the same year. They're coming out, and they're both yeah. out on pretty much proven years. Prove it years if you want to bet a big uh, long-term contract next year. Uh, Tannehill brought over uh, a good backup, not a good starter, not the future. So I think for him to start takes two things. One, you've given up on Mariota. He's that bad. It's just not, not working. You're moving on. So, and two, of course, an injury. And Mariota does get hurt. If I was to place an over-under, I would say the over-under is three and a half. So I think that's where you're going. Really? To think eat that many, and huh? It, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Mariota will get hurt or banged up. You know, uh, mm-hmm. So I think he will get a couple of starts here. Plus, I'll say yeah, I'm, mm, I'm going to take the under there. But uh, I don't like either one of them long term. I don't think it matters. You know, the Tennessee is. Still, I think Tennessee's going to be searching for their quarterback of the future next season.
1: Yeah, in the draft, huh?
2: It's a pretty strong quarterback class too. It's very strong. So, I don't know if they'll be picking low enough for them to get a good one. This is not a bad mm-hmm. team, so that could be a problem. But it is, it's, it's it's yeah, that's the thing. This is a team that could. Year's.
1: Yeah, I feel this is a a team that. You know, they just find a way to just win, and I was—I think I was telling you that Blewitt or, or Cam yesterday. You know, pretty good defense, strong offensive line. Uh, they just always seems to 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 win like nine games a season. Uh, not an easy division, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how patient Vrabel, the head coach of the Titans, is with Mariota. And uh, you're right, Mariota tends to get a little bit banged up every season. But uh, is not variable's guy. He didn't draft him, so he doesn't have uh, you know an attachment to him. So uh, it will be interesting. Uh, Mariota yesterday, 6 for 9, 63 yards, uh, and a touchdown. Uh, and uh, Ryan Tannehill, 7 for 11, 84 yards, uh, one touchdown. In a real-life scenario, who do you think has uh, a better chance – You know, forget fantasy of uh, getting this team, you know, further in the playoffs
2: or at least to the playoffs. I mean, the playoffs are going to be tough. You know, we're we're still talking about Mariota here, right? So, yeah, Tennessee. In my mind, that is probably the toughest division in football, top to bottom. You can make it Mm -hmm. all year for every team. Uh, You know, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Houston. You can make an argument for every team that they could win the division, that they could finish last. Uh, I, and, You know, we play the game. Uh, what's the one team that go, go, could go from worst to first in the NFL? It usually happens every year. I think this is the division right. where it could happen because Jacksonville, I think, has the best chance. You know, does anybody really see, uh, you know, Jacksonville's going to go worst to first? Probably not over New England. You know, Cincinnati? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Oakland or Denver, I guess, it was Oakland finished last? No. You know, uh, Giants? No. Or. Uh, Detroit, no. Tampa Bay, no. Arizona, no. So the only team that really has a shot would be Jacksonville to really go from worst to first this year. So, I mean, we like Jacksonville. They have the defense, right? Uh, Nick Foles, we'll see what he can bring. Indianapolis is all about Andrew Luck. Can he stay? Uh, can he get healthy and get on the field there and be the MVP caliber player he was last year? Houston may have the best overall team. I love what they did adding Duke Johnson. I am worried about their offensive mm-hmm. line. Matter of fact, I think Houston should give a – I think they should be calling Daniel Schneider almost daily to see if, uh, you know, hey, you want, Williams want to play for you. I can use a left tackle. <laughs> you know, see what, what it would cost to get it, to pry him away there. Uh, that's the right. way I feel about it there. The problem is I'd rather have Luck. I'd rather have Watson. I'd probably rather have Foles too. You know, as far as uh, backs, I'd rather, uh, quarterbacks, I'd rather have over Mariota. It's close with Foles, mm-hmm. you know. What does Tennessee have that's better than the other teams in that division? A run game? Derrick Henry? Eh, Marlon Mack's about even. Fournette probably a little bit better and just gets hurt all the time. Uh, and we all know that Houston, they have a better running game than Houston. Although with Miller and yeah. Johnson, I might like that combo better. But Henry and uh, Deion Lewis are solid. So, but I, I go back to it. What do they have? You know what does Tennessee have that's better than anybody else in that division? Not the quarterback, not the we know it's not the wide receivers, not the running backs, not really the defense. They're a good, solid football team, but nothing that makes them stand out.
1: Nothing to stand so out. So I think Tennessee right. mm-hmm.
2: is actually a team that finishes last in this division, and I think they'll be a good last. I don't think they'll be four and twelve. I think they'll be something right. like seven and nine, somewhere around there. Right. Last, but not what we're seeing in today's sports, where they're not last enough. You know, in today's sports, you really need right. to be really good or really bad. So you can make those, uh, uh, you know, get those high draft picks, and they won't be that. I don't see them imploding. It could happen, but I don't see them imploding. I think that's going to hurt them.
1: Right, and they love to run the football. You mentioned Derrick Henry, and basically he's going what third round or so in a twelve-team league. Um, are you buying into the strong finish that he had last year? Do you think he could build on it? Do you think he's a, you know, a bell cow? Uh, Back. How, how nervous are you about uh, Deion Lewis uh, you know, t- taking some uh, of his, uh, you know, his play away?
2: Well, I mean, you mentioned it. We sort of have to buy in what happened last year. At the end of last year, he was, you know, he, if you start him, he won you leagues. Well, I mean, of course leagues, you leagues. We played yeah. against him. You know? So you know, are we buying into that, that he can do that again? To that degree, probably not. Now, he is a running back that in my mind should go he needs to play. Which means he needs to wear teams down. No one wants to tackle him in the second half. Right? It's like, Oh right. God, he's another freight truck coming at me. That hurts. That's pain. I'm feeling that. But yeah. will Tennessee remain patient and give him the ball that many times? When in the first half you know he, at the end of the first half he could it would be he has eleven carries for twenty eight yards. You know? But then the second half, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden you give him eleven more carries that could be hundred and twenty eight yards. Because they just don't want to tackle him anymore. The other thing is can Mariota right. give him uh, – Enough of a threat in the passing game to get that the safety to play deep. Generally, it's been no. You know, he doesn't have a lot of help at receiver. They keep drafting guys. Let's see if one of them finally pay off here. But I think that's your issue there. So I think what you said about Derrick Henry is right. He is a, a running back too. There's some upside here. I don't think it's an immense uh, upside here, but I think he's just a, you know a back end running back too.
1: All right. So get your pen and paper out because they're going to give you five guys, five running backs that go just about at the, you know. At the same time, you know, within reason. Uh, so, so Aaron Jones running back for the Packers. Uh, Marlon Mack running back for the Colts. Uh, we spoke about Kerryon Johnson for the Lions. Uh, Devonta Freeman and Henry. I'll even
2: throw in Josh okay. Jacobs if you want. Uh, oh. Go ahead. Okay. All right. All uh, right. I mean, this is a tough grouping here, uh, Joseph. Right? Uh, like yeah, yeah. Now. Give me impossible <laughs> questions to answer here. Uh, it's tough to know about Jones. He told me What to kind do of offense are they going to have? You know, uh, <laughs> right. uh, are they going to run the ball more than they usually do? You know, he's also dealing, I think, with a hamstring injury, but it's minor. He should be fine. And that offense has been a mess so far this preseason. Mac is not built to be at every down back. He'll, he'll wear down, so they're going to have to get, you know, Heinz be a little bit of a caddy there. Freeman, concussion history. Man, that scares me for a running back. Who's going to leave with his head all the time here? I'm going to go Kerry Johnson, mm, 1, point. Jacobs, good 2. Point. I like Jacobs a lot. Kerry Johnson, 1, mm-hmm. Jacobs, 2. Freeman, 3. Mac 4, Jones, 5, Henry, 6. With that being said, they're all probably within 10 spots of each other. So they're all yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Are you a little nervous about
1: Jacobs that – He hasn't had a lot of carries in his college career. And, you know, so you take that into consideration, the fact that, you know, college football season's only 12 games as opposed to a grueling 16-game schedule. Do you think that he wears down, you know, earlier than than some of the other guys on this list?
2: I mean, uh, the fact that he didn't uh, carry as much in college as some others could be a good thing, right? Because, you know, his body's not beat up. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Probably maybe yes. more for a long-term future than this season. I don't think it would have mattered uh, right. this year. But, um, listen, we like Jacobs. Antonio Brown's back. You know, so that should, once again, teams can't load up the line of scrimmage and say, hey, we're going to take away Jacobs. They're not going to do that because you'd be afraid Brown's going to run loose in the secondary. So uh, that's good news there. The offense should be better. You know, I, I don't know if I'm a Derek Carver believer or not. I don't have him in my top 20 quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Uh, but we'll mm-hmm. find out about him. You know, we'll find out. You got Brown. You got Jacobs. You have legit weapons now. And the offensive line can hold it together right. here. You should have opportunities to hit big plays here, which, once again, is good for Jacobs. All of this is good for Jacobs. I have Jacobs as a, once again a nice, solid running back too. I took him in the uh, what they call the pit league, which is our staff league here for the uh, friends, right. best friends, and for frenzy show. So I took him. I mm-hmm. thought he was uh, the value was there, and I agree that as my third running back, which makes me even happier to have him. So sure. uh, I have, I have hope here that he'll be a good, solid running back. I'm not afraid to take him. Let's put it that way.
1: Right. Uh, in the few minutes that we have left, the uh, Patriots, uh, I mentioned Damian Harris, 14 carries, 80 yards, 5.7 average. He actually also ca- caught four uh, passes for 23 yards. Uh, talk to me about the, uh, the backfield for the Patriots. You know, it's always been so, so tough to figure out. And uh, if you look at uh, last year, actually, back to 2017, the Patriots ran uh, about 59% of the plays that they ran were passing plays. Then it went down to 55% overall in 2018. Do you expect them to continue to depend on the run game a little bit more this season as well? I mean, look, you know, uh, Brady, uh, a phenom, the goat, but uh, and you know, guy that works out like a nut. Uh, and wants to play till he's 45, but not getting any younger. So what do you think the uh, Patriots' offense looks like this season?
2: Well, I wish we would have asked this question before they got Josh Gordon back, right? Now things can be drastically different. <laughs> They're going to uh, sure. do a more up-tempo offense. So I would have said definitely right. he's going to run the ball more before Gordon got reinstated. You know, now maybe not. You know maybe they do I'll keep running the ball uh throwing the ball up and down the field. The problem is Brady is getting up there in age you can't uh, get him hit all that many times, even though Brady generally gets rid of the ball very quickly you know he knows where he wants to go with the ball before uh yeah before he gets a snap so uh, we'll see here uh I definitely think they'll throw the ball more than they would have three days ago you know now that they have to incorporate right. that and they have they have enough time to do it The season doesn't start for another what uh three weeks so they'll, they'll have enough time to do that. I don't think it'll be as much as he, as he did, Joe, but it'll be more than what we, we thought. It's really my, my answer there. Right. I mentioned I moved Brady up in my rankings about three spots because of, of mm-hmm. the Josh Gordon news. Even though I don't, I don't think Josh Gordon's the same player he was, but it does give them a legitimate weapon that they didn't have three days ago. Right. Or we didn't think they were going to have three days yeah. ago. Yeah. Two minutes.
1: Yeah, What? what did jo- how many games did Josh Gordon uh, play last season? They had him for a bunch of the season last year, no? They did. You got well, to spend he got uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, and uh, so, uh, as we have a little less than two minutes left, uh, we had talked a little baseball before. I saw that Vlad Guerrero, uh, I think that he had an MRI. But uh, shows inflammation in the left knee, but uh, nothing major. He's day-to-day. Did you see, as we head out, did you see that at-bat between Vlad uh, Guerrero Jr. and Neraldis Chapman in last Sunday's game? I, I was, it's just like drama in, in regular season. It was uh, 13 pitches. Did, did you have a chance to, to watch a replay of that?
2: Well, I watched the game live, so uh, yeah, sure. One minute. I saw it. Oh, okay. Yankee fan. Yeah. okay. So, yeah, I watched it. <laughs> uh, Oh. Vladimir Guerrero has uh, knee inflammation, so that's why what, uh, what he had the uh, test done. Uh, they're saying now that Sean mm-hmm. Doolittle, Doolittle may be out as Washington Closer. They're mulling some changes there, and Cedric Benson has. looks like he's passed away. Hmm. Yeah, mo- motorcycle accident.
1: Number four pick in the 2005 draft, played eight NFL seasons. So uh, what are we doing uh, in the next uh, show? A little uh, DFX action, MLB?
2: A little football talk as oh, well. Of course, we're going over the uh, MLB slate today, 15 games. Cam and I will hit each and every one. Let you know what we would and wouldn't bet on. We'll talk DFS as well. And, of course, a couple of football games today as well.
1: There you go. There you go. Great working with you, George. Have a great show with Cam. I'll be listening, and uh, catch you next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. It? Thank you to Sean Angle. I'm running away in slow motion. Weekend Fantasy Update.